One thing I've always been so happy that I rejoice in that my parents did for myself and my other brothers is they raised us on science fiction and basically comic books. So I'm a lifelong fan of superheroes and, and science fiction. We're huge Star Trek fans, gigantic Star Wars fans, and then all things sci-fi. You know, one of the great things about the, one of the beneficial aspects of the pandemic for myself and my mother is that uh, I have watched an incredible amount of sci-fi and I've caught up on a lot of series that I haven't been able to see. And um, that's been that's been really great. And we just got done binging three seasons of uh, The Orville, uh, Seth MacFarlane's uh, initially spoofy take on Star Trek. Uh, but it's starting to get more serious, and uh, this last season was really good. But they had an episode where they were talking about how, you know, the majority, well, everyone that is born dies, but maybe 1% of those people are ever really remembered, truly. You know, when we're we're talking about, like, extremely famous people and historical people, all that, but just generally speaking, most people, you know, after they die a few generations later, they're just kind of, well, they're just forgotten, you know, and, and uh, you know, that really triggered something in me, oddly enough, sci-fi. <laughs> and then, you know, I've been thinking about this whole, like, memoirs of Lolita Anastasio entitled uh, Grasshopper Tacos, basically... Grasshopper Tacos, the memoirs of Lolita Anastasio. But, uh, you know, I don't really want to type that out or write that out. I don't have two hands. And, and uh, you know, my mom definitely is not in a position to do it. Yeah. But I've been, you know, what I've really been thinking about doing is just creating a, a like a, a, a video library of her stories. And just trying to capture, you know, 30, 50, 80, I don't know, just whatever, just stories or snapshots of her and, you know, these great stories and moments and experiences. You know, of course, when we're traveling and stuff like that, but not just that, but just more her sharing her experiences of our family and what it was like growing up and then coming to America and growing up in Mexico and, you know, uh, I think it would be great because, you know, her, her and I, we just live out here in Boise. My brother lives here, but most of our family is back in Indiana. And they don't really see my mom that much. Um, and, you know, if they only see my mother once every two years, uh, if she's only going to live for 10 more years, that they're only going to have five more visits, you know. I don't really want to go so much down kind of the morbid or just the impermanent quality of life, you know, because we all got to go. And who's really preparing for it? And, you know, how do people want to be remembered? And, and, uh, you know, I thought this might be a really good thing for me to do is just take a lot of video of my mom and get some story time in. And I actually captured my first video of her telling a story to to 
uh, a good friend of mine named Erica. She was hanging out, and then my mom was just telling a story, and I thought, oh, I need to capture this. And I got some great stuff about the olives, you know, but really kind of make it a more formal thing where I, I really just capture great uh, great stories of my mom's past and then of my mom's childhood and and then, you know, her time with my father's family because the only remaining member of my father's family, the seven brothers and one sister, is my Uncle Greg, and he's not doing that well. And once he's gone, you know, that's really like, you know, that's... That's all of the brothers and the sister that came to America that started this family. And and I thought, oh, you know what? I really, I think this would be a great way to preserve some of that history and uh, put it in a collection. Now, is it going to be a memoir? Hard to say. Hard to say. You know, nowadays, uh, you know, I could just... Uh, get a channel up on YouTube and kind of pump that out and <laughs> see how that goes. And uh, But no matter how I do it, you know, it's really, it's like, it's my mom's, the stories of my, stories of mama. <laughs> stories of mama Anastasio, grasshopper tacos. And, uh, yeah, it's really been on the brain lately because I, I don't know how much time she has. It's hard to say. You know, I joke that she'll live to be 109, and, and it could be true. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people move on between 75 and 85. the impermanent mortality of life just really comes into focus sometimes. You know, most of the time we don't really think about it. And my teacher, Zochen, you know, my Buddhist teacher, Zochen Kempo Chogo Rinpoche, said uh, one of the biggest problems humans have is uh, we always think there's enough time. And, and there never really is. There never really is. And we don't know. Uh, and whatever I can capture will be great because I can share it I can share it with my family and, you know, uh, you know, my brother Carlo has five kids and, you know, his kids are having kids and they're getting married and spreading out. And I think, I think they are going to want to know more about my mother uh, and what she can share about, you know, my father and the family and. So I think I'm going to do it. I don't really know how I'm going to do it or, or when I'm going to start getting it like more formalized. But I already have some video of my mom telling stories. So we'll just we'll just see what happens. You know, we'll just see what happens. OK, my friends, there we go. Uh, podcasts 277 from last week, which I couldn't get done. I wasn't able to get to it. And the grasshopper tacos part one and then this podcast one hand speaks podcast episode 278 grasshopper tacos part two 
And uh, yes, indeed, my friends, we will see what next week brings. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets. <laughs>